Yeah. Go, go ahead and uh, deal with your uh, presentation. Tell okay. us what it is uh, and everything. All right. Well, it's, uh, it was about a video that was presented to me on 10 things to change your life for the better. And you have to be willing to lose these 10 things and what you should look to give and focus your energy to. Also, really question on what you want to make of your life. So the first thing to lose is pride. And now uh, I wanted to do the definition of pride, which is, uh, describes a feeling of happiness that comes from achieving something. Well, pride can also have a negative meaning and refer to exceedingly high self-regard. So when you look at losing pride, uh, you want to look to ask for help. You have to look at humbling yourself. Uh, big thing here is learn and accept the circumstances. That's one thing that I've been struggling through because of, well, I guess because of self-acceptance and also just <laughs> straight up the circumstances. And then don't live the rest of your life as you are because something isn't right. So that can, uh, that's probably the biggest, biggest obstacle that you'd have to overcome is number one. Um, number two, emotional crutches where you actually keep small, not wanting to change the familiar. And uh, I can understand that uh, a little bit. I've been trying to break out myself. It's, it's tough to change a routine. It's tough to figure out what you want to do each day <laughs> now that you have so much more time. Uh, but it's uh, right now for me, you know, changing familiar, I just moved from one house we had to another house we had, so it's, uh, you know, it's gotten easier, and uh, I think things are starting to come around. Today was, today was a good breakthrough, especially for my self-worth. And then three are avoidance techniques. Now, you'll end up having uh, things that will keep you distracted and keep you actually just like it wants to hold you captive. These uh, these three things could hold you captive to staying in your state, which is eating, overeating too much, drinking, sexing. So eating too much, I think I've done real good. I've already started working out, lost 14 pounds, so I'm I'm in good shape there. Uh, drinking, drinking's gone way down over the last year. And sexing, uh, I haven't even really, yeah, I've, me personally, I haven't even thought of it. <laughs> I haven't even thought of a woman. As far as talking to one, yes, that's fine. But any of the other stuff. Number four, the fourth thing you need to lose is hedonism, which is basically always... You're always looking at seeking pleasure uh, in your life to where that can get you distracted from what goals you may have set. Uh, and it's also short-lived because uh, pleasure isn't the only thing in life. Uh, it's something that has been marketed all the time, but it's not something that is always the most important thing there. 
The fifth thing is getting out of your comfort zone. Step into a new life, a new sense of familiarity, you know, not being afraid to leave. Boy, I, you know, I'm so used to the same routine all the time. Uh, it felt strange just to say I was going to go to the movies or I was going to go look for a pair of pants. I didn't have to go to Walmart and buy all these certain things for everything else. Or, uh, yeah, cook dinner, do the laundry, do this, do that. Didn't have those, uh, those barriers to, uh, to keep me from doing anything. Number six is forget a five-year plan. Don't even have a plan. There's no need for it. Uh, basically, uh, it's all an illusion. You know, live, live your life one day at a time. Uh, as, as you start to grow and come out of uh, where it may have you um, and your life is getting better, then you can start to seek what your plans are. Just like all you and I were talking the other night about, you know, 2024 20, or 2028, you know, I don't know where my heart is right now, but at least things, at least I'm thinking about things other than just where I thought my future was going to go, you know, a month ago. Uh, number seven is don't be afraid to lose your composure. Go ahead and cry, shout, be authentic and be honest. And like last night, uh, last night I had some time here by myself to where uh, I really took on a good shouting match. Thankfully, the neighbors didn't call the cops, but I was able to really release a lot. And uh, in honesty and also in being honest with myself on things I may have caused, being honest with myself and the hard work I did put in and what I tried to do for my relationship, but uh, it was just a needed thing. It was a needed thing to just let it all out. It, it felt pretty good. It felt pretty good. I actually was able to sleep a little better last night. Uh, the next thing to lose is needing recognition. Just, uh, I guess, just doing things without applause. Uh, I, have, I haven't experienced that, but uh, just doing my daily daily job at work, you know, I've always been the same and not never really seek recognition there. I've just looked for cooperation and uh, but that's one of the things that you want to try to avoid is seeking recognition. But I did, now that I think about it, when I was trying to seek acceptance, I was trying to seek recognition where recognition wasn't even going to be acknowledged. Number nine, obeying your inner demons. Now here's, here's a perfect example of it. Our fears that it will keep control. Now, don't, uh, don't let it hold you back because just like Paul's always said, it just wants to give you just as much as you think you deserve. And we deserve a lot more out of this life than what we're giving it. And... Uh, so we, we just have to be constantly aware of it. And lastly, number 10, is certainty. 
There are no certain choices. You don't live someone else's life. Do what's most worthwhile. Don't think of past self. And don't become someone you are. Because there are no guarantees in life. Now, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But just know when you wake up tomorrow, have the right perspective to take on the day the right way and look at remaining positive. Look at helping somebody. Look at giving. Look at doing something for yourself. Uh, do a selfless act. There, there's so much out there that it's, uh, it's really important just to make the right choices for yourself and not someone else. Basically, those are the 10 things you have to believe to have a better life. Good, Bill. What was number three again? Number three was avoidance techniques, which is eating, drinking, or sexing. In the past 55 years, um, can you see yourself in the area of avoidance and how you possibly overcome oh, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, the avoidance, uh, you know, when before we met you, Paul, we would have been sitting at the dining room table and having some beer, you know, and avoiding things. Sexing, that wasn't, uh, I don't think that was an avoidance technique I had. <laughs> It was, uh, it was more the, yeah, it was the drinking. And how did you go about looking at and evaluate that particular situation? Well, that was something, that was, a, that was an escape mechanism. It was to numb you just to forget about all the negative that was in your, you know, being stuck in your life. You know, and uh, really it wasn't doing anything, wasn't doing anything positive. How did your it go about justifying that it was okay? Uh, because she didn't care and uh, might have just go ahead and do it. Uh, you know, what's the sense? Just more of uh, it was more of it trying to give you a low self-esteem. Go ahead and uh, summarize those 10 points, Bill. Well, it truly is, it truly is 10 points that you need to, need to look at to look for a better life. Uh, I look at so many of these, thinking about the comfort zone, it's like, you know, I haven't even gotten there yet where, you know, for years I've had a routine and take, I've always been taking care of others and not taking care of myself. So it's, are always thinking more on others instead of taking care of myself, doing more for others instead of doing for myself. So that, uh, you know, that's, there's so many different things in here that uh, taking a, a bird's eye view of it. It's so true. Now, even my composure. Uh, I look at my composure 
even with her, I always remained composed when I should have just, I should have shouted out. I should should have been more authentic. Instead, I sat there and ended up taking it instead of standing up, probably. That could be a lot of it. Uh, The recognition part with the self-acceptance, you know, if you don't get over many of these things, you, yeah, you won't have a better life. You'll be stuck with obeying your inner demons, which is your it. Uh, you'll have no certainty or hard to make decisions. Uh, you'll remain small in your life with your emotional crutches. And then the only escape you'd have is if you're thinking about, uh, you know, just always seeking pleasure to make yourself happy. You know, there's, there's so much in here that if you take away these 10 things, that you'll have much more clarity in life's purpose, in your purpose, and in what you want to hopefully attain. Now, if you're looking at you don't want to have a five-year plan, you don't, you don't want to have those type of plans, but you want to have at least some short-term goals that you can understand and get to. So I think if you can, if you can lose these 10 things, that's what you, you're going to uh, be able to make the most of your life if you do that. How did it use pride in your life in the past 55 years? Uh, always being... Always trying to be a pleaser. I think uh, I've always been a, a good man, but I think what it is is that I never, I've always been good to others and not good to myself. To where I do those, I do things for others, even if you know it's well, even with my just recent relationship, doing things for things for others that. I really wouldn't want, like. Uh, I I bow to what they wanted versus what I wanted. So I think in the past 55 years, my pride has probably been hurt because I thought I've tried so hard, but I've, I've tried so hard for the wrong reasons and not the right ones. I've tried for other people's acceptance versus what I really want or how I want to, uh, my feeling and creativity, not in a control sense, but in a, uh, you know, when you're in a relationship, it's 50-50, you know, but when it's 80-20 or 90-10, which... I feel that that's where I probably was. Uh, you probably, well, you don't have, actually, you don't probably don't have that much pride, but you also, uh, all you're doing is looking to seek acceptance. And even when you're doing that, deep down, you know that that's not even going to help. That wouldn't help to be acknowledged from someone else. That's not going to help you attain what you want personally. Uh, it won't help you attain what you want in a relationship either. So uh, there's a lot to do with that. There's just a lot in there. 
uh, repeat all ten of those uh, uh, categories again for me, will you? Okay. Slowly. All right, ten categories that you need and willing to lose. Pride. Emotional crutches. Avoidance techniques. Hedonism. Comfort zone. A five-year plan. Your composure. Needing recognition. Obeying our inner demons. And then certainty. Is there one area that's really a challenge more so than any of the other nine that you really got to work on constantly? Yeah, right. It's, uh, it's obeying inner demons. There you go. Because I've been, I've been going back and forth. You know, I'm, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing well with that, uh, my anger, I get angry, then I'm sad. Uh, it's, it's just, it's been taking me for a roller coaster. It's not, <laughs> you know, Paul, I remember when this first started happening, you said, how long did it take you to get over your first wife? It took me a week. It took me a week to get over my first wife. This, because of, well, the years, actually, the love and the respect I had for her that was totally different. And then coming to, you know, being in the, in the presence of God the way I was a year ago, just to know all that and the experience I went through there and then going through all of this with you, all the energy that I've exerted and enjoyed exerting uh, it's just been a very emotional it's just been an emotional letdown an emotional uh, I'm heartbroken uh, it's I have, I have never felt this way about any relationship I've been in and it's it has been very tough on me I, I feel more self-worth each day uh, that goes by understanding uh, and having clarity on how it all occurred this last year and how it all occurred really in the last month and a half. So it's it's getting better for me. Um, and I know as each day goes by, it'll still continue to improve. It's just focusing on a lot of these 10 things and then also you know, changing my routine, doing different things, stepping out of my comfort zone and doing something different than going to work and then coming home and maybe cooking dinner or watching a television show or reading or doing that. You know, I have to, I have to for me, I have to look at breaking it up. In the past six weeks, from the time you started with the, the breakup until today, what uh, what do you feel that how you transform in the past six weeks? A lot of it's been being with God so much. Uh, I have stayed I have stayed so much closer to God. 
talking to him, but also uh, the uh, self-education now with uh, the books I've read, uh, the books you suggested to me, um, understanding the different, basically the different, uh, the two different lives we had, and then also understanding who I am, you know, and I know that looking at looking back at it, looking for self-acceptance, uh, I'm me. I'm, I'm a damn good man. I'm a great provider. I am a damn good husband, good father, do what I need to do. It was letting go of control and could identify when things were going wrong. But what, what it was so heartbreaking about the whole thing is I think I put so much energy into it, but the other half didn't. So there was no give and take. There was no understanding. There was no reciprocation of, okay, well, if they're feeling wrong or why would I always have to be the one to uh, initiate something instead of the other person? So there was so much, there's been so much emotional uh, so much of an emotional roller coaster even the last six weeks that it's actually becoming clearer based off of everything I've read, everything I I start to see from the past uh, the past year, past six weeks that it really yes I I play a a role in it but when when someone else makes that choice because they don't want to put forth any effort, there's nothing I can do about it. It's out of my control. thing is that I'm learning right now is that it's out of my control. That's probably the biggest thing, and just to continue to move forward, be happy, uh, reinvent what, who I am. Uh, I have a lot of good people in my life. You guys, people at work, uh, people at church, everything. So it's it's something that just to maintain a positive flow and just take it day by day. It uh, the burden a lesson. In the future, when uh, other people, whether they're males or females, here's this. Uh, podcast, what would you suggest if they went through the same thing you did six weeks ago, what would you suggest that would be an inspiration to them to uh, come through it the way you did? Boy, they're uh, they're more than happy to come and talk to me because by the time I get to talk to someone like that, I'm sure uh, I'm going to be far much better than I am now. Uh, I think I've come a long way, uh, but Oh, there's still a long way to go. But um, I think it's it's taking it and looking and going, it's sad to say it is what it is, but just like you said, you know, when someone makes a choice, you can't, you know, it's their choice. So there's not anything you can really do to change that. You know? And I look at it uh, in a spiritual aspect, I can't, you know, my Lord and Savior will take care of it. I I can't. 
you know, he's the one that's in control of you know, both our lives. So it's something that further on down the road is just to look at if something like this happens to someone is really fill them with positivity, uh, sit them down and empathize with what's going on in their life and, uh, you know, seek to see where, uh, where their major emotional gaps may be and then work, work with them to help them improve maybe in that area or, you know, get them into some books that would help them and uh, get them some self-help and some movement towards uh, some more positive uh, thoughts in their, in their mind. Very good, Bill. Uh, thanks for uh, sharing the t- t- 10 different topics. Um, Jody, did you want to ask Bill anything before we uh, close this uh, session on um, those 10 different areas of interest? Uh, I think you did a really good job. Um, yeah, I got a lot out of that. Thanks. I don't have any questions. Good. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, Bill, you did very good on, on, on those 10 different topics, and I, I believe it's going to be an inspiration for whoever hears, uh, you know, the session this evening. And uh, we're going to use it in podcasts in the future, so... You don't mind that, right? Oh, okay. No, no. Oh, if it can help somebody, it can help somebody. Thank you. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and end this session. Uh, Jody?